I'm going to um, send you the most recent Heisman odds, just so you have something we can both look at together. All right, and I got it. I got a Lindy's today too. Cool. Okay, so, it's got the, so we're just it's got. couple of things here see the, the the thing that i uh I'm, I'm afraid being number 11 tomorrow is going to damper my, my strategy my, yes because i had some people that i wanted but now all these books are telling me that people are thinking about them so mm. And I'll tell now you, the Lindy's you have is that just college fantasy or is it just college football in general the college football in general Okay, I got you. Cool. So, so um, hopeful. dude, I've, I've been looking of, at or listening to the podcast, and they've been dropping like flies. Like a bunch of guys are like opting yeah. out left and right. That's crazy. <laughs> like a guy that I put a $5 wager now, on to win the Heisman. Long, can you hear me okay? Am I breaking up or you can hear me all right? Yeah, I can hear you now. Okay, all right. Um, yeah, Kenneth Gainwell, the running or one of the running backs for Memphis, he's opting out. And yeah. I had him. I was going to hopefully pick him. And Chase from uh, LSU is out. Yep, yep, yep. Hold on one second. The old nine year old's asking me a question. What's that? Sign in. Just sign up if you want to. Go ahead. Is that working? Oh, you want to try being our podcast, too? Huh? <laughs> Oh, funny hunter. We're talking about NBA. Oh, he can talk about this guy can talk about NBA probably too. He wants Who? my son wants to know if you know about NBA. Yeah, my nine year old. He's he's getting an NBA like crazy. That's cool. I tell you, you want to talk to him real quick? Of course. This is hey. This is uh, Odell. We call him Osho. Say what's up, Osho. What's up, Osho? Coming this evening. Welcome to the podcast. This evening. Welcome to the podcast. You're our first guest, man. Thank you. And what is your name? My name is Hunter Fox. I'll have to edit out the last name. Thanks. I'm junior, I would say. You're junior. Like you did. That's true. You you do, man. That's that's. I'm sorry about that. So, why don't you tell us? This is about football, right? Right, college fantasy football. And um, you don't really follow football that much, do you? Yeah, I don't really follow football. But. Um, Basketball. Yeah, you know about basketball. Yeah, yeah. who's who? Are your couple of your favorite players, and then we'll let you go. And we'll... Oh, we're just going on first names. I mean, it could be Michael who? Cooper, Michael Jordan, or Michael Cooper. Michael, or it could be Michael. Uh... Sorry, uh, I can't remember the names. That's all right. Um, who else? Kobe. And right. Kobe Bryant. Yeah. And Paul McHale. Okay. Uh, yeah. Takes too long. Yeah. LeBron. LeBron's garbage, right? Oh, you like LeBron. I forgot you're a Laker fan, huh? Well, uh, anything else you want to add to the people listening? This is just our practice podcast. Somebody's listening? No, no, no. I mean, yeah. Hold on. Yeah, I may have a future broadcaster here. There you go. Um, well, maybe you'll learn more about college football when I sit you down and make you watch games this year. Not gonna talk to you. Are you going to listen to it? No, you don't have to listen to it. Man. Hey, now.
Hey, long time okay. listener, first time caller. Hey, thanks for calling. What's on your mind? <laughs> I've got problems at home. <laughs> oh, you've reached the wrong podcast. Buddy. <laughs> oh, okay. So I was trying to, I don't know what happened. I think my son had an earbud and I had an earbud and we were trying to share it. And I'm thinking that might have what uh, disconnected it. Could have been it. Do yep. I sound clear? Yeah. What about me? Good. Yeah, really clear. Yeah. So looking at this, um, like the layout of this app. So if we're friends on here, I guess you can invite anchor friends and then you can do it via message, which we're doing. And then Twitter, Facebook. So there's a, and then copy just a link and I don't know how you want to sit, share it with people, but there's a, there's a number of ways to get people on here. So it won't be too tough tomorrow. No, I know uh-uh. that, um, is, Snitz said he's good to do it. Yeah. Sure or not? Yeah. Oh okay. yeah. And then, um, Vinny who is, he's been a couple different team names. He's, he's a Gator hater. So he'll be, uh, if he's really serious about doing it and then I'll have to ask him again to see who all wants to do it. If anybody. So, um, anyway, where should we start, man? Well, you want to start with, with the Heisman's? I tell you what, let's, let's do a little quick. Yeah. Let's do it with the Heisman. Let's take a look at the Heisman. So folks, um, uh, are we going to go by aliases on here? How are we going to do this? Yeah, I say we do. I say we. Yeah, I'll go with just Osho. Osho, okay. And I'll uh, I'll be One Nut, so, <laughs> an alias. You don't even know the backstory to One Nut, do you? No, I do not. Okay, well, I'm going to share that with you um, off the air, if you will. So uh, yeah, okay. Um, anywho, so let's get back to the Heisman odds and. Take a look. So you have the screenshots of what I sent you? Yep. So obviously, I wish I had before the opt-outs and after to kind of compare them. I mean, this is ridiculous. Some of these guys you would never even see in contention for Heisman odds. I mean. No. And, you, and you know, today, <laughs> I had to look up. Jamie Newman, uh, he's opted out due to COVID. Did he really? Yes. He, uh, that, I oh. heard that this afternoon. Um, I was wow. listening to uh, Jacksonville Radio. Oh and man, that's big. Were, that, that's a, that's big. That hurts Georgia. That really does. Yeah. I mean, Georgia's got yeah. the other transfer that come in, um, and he'll he'll end up being the starter there. But I don't mm. see Georgia putting out a Heisman this year. No, no. I think they had another running back in here. Uh, who was it? Actually, they had two other players. Let's say uh, Zamir White. He's either a running back or wide receiver for Memphis. Right? Oh, is it? No, no, no. Zamir White's for Georgia. I'm oh, Georgia. Think, oh. Else, yeah, I'm in Georgia. I'm just uh, jumping around here. and uh, Let's see. They had somebody else in here. I can't think of who it is. Anyway, I know th- this is funny seeing two Alabama quarterbacks. You got uh, Mac Jones out of bowl, the bowl school yep. here in Jacksonville, 16 to 1. And then you got the, uh, I think, more uh, two way quarterback. Um, Bryce Young at 50 to one. So that's kind of interesting to see two different Alabama quarterbacks in the same odds. Yeah. And if, uh, if Matt can land the starting job and, and play every week and you know, you know how Saban is, he will pull him. Yeah. The, the first sign of adversity, he's going to pull him and set him on the bench for a couple of games. He is not scared to do that. No. The past. And they've got, you know, Alabama does have the receivers. They got a lot of returning receiver Ooh, receivers. They are loaded. They're yeah. loaded at running back. They've still got Najee Harris. Of course, you know, he he could be a Heisman candidate. Um, yeah. 
script as well. You know, I, I think for me, it's going to be really tough for anybody to jump over Trevor Lawrence um, because the yeah. votes are already there um, mm-hmm. and fields goes down because he's not, you know, Ohio state's not playing. Mm-hmm. I think when you really look at Lawrence, he has lost some, he has lost some talent around him, but mm-hmm. I just don't know if there's anybody out there that could sway the voters. I tell you my dark horse. Um, okay. If I were, gonna, there, there are two players out there that if I were going to throw money on in Vegas to, to win the Heisman and win some cash, the first would be Derek. No, let, let me interrupt you for a minute. Is sure. they on this list or not? Yes, they are. Okay. Yes, they let, are. let me, let me, let me see if I can guess if you don't mind. Let me no, see. Go ahead. Um, okay. So you got two, two out of this list. Yes. <sighs> okay. I apologize for the dead air folks. We're, uh, we're rookies at this. You know what? I'm going to go. I think I think you're thinking Sam Howell from North Carolina. Yes or no? No. Okay. And I'll just throw another one out there. Uh, Ian Book, Notre Dame. Yes, Ian Book for sure. Okay. Um, okay. The, the only part. Why do you like him? I like him because he has played t- traditionally in the past. He plays pretty well. He throws a, a decent ball. He's, he's not going to be an NFL-type quarterback, but he's mm-hmm. a good college baller. Um, and they are returning, um, four of five of their offensive linemen. And those offensive linemen are, are all Americans. They're, hmm. they're going to be really stout up front and give him time to throw. The problem is he, he's got no returning wide receivers or running backs. Their running back is going to be that Jamar, Jabbar Armstrong, um, mm-hmm. who, who put up some good numbers at the end of the of last year. He can really catch out of the backfield. Um, but it is Notre Dame, and the media either loves or hates Notre Dame, depending on who they're playing. And I think yeah. that could sway some folks um, to, to really get him up there to compete, especially with, with Notre Dame playing in the ACC. There are a lot yeah. a lot of dead meat in the ACC this year. Oh, yeah. It's top-heavy. It's it's very small amount of teams that are week after week good and you got the crap the rest of the ACC brings up you know your Georgia Techs and your oh I'm drawing a blank now uh well, Georgia Tech oh, Virginia North Carolina North Carolina I mean North they Col- score a lot but they're not that you know so I, I think that team. plays into it as well especially when you take Notre Dame and you take Michigan and USC off their schedule you mm-hmm. you take Navy who they they have struggled with here recently um off their schedule so mm-hmm. I think that that lines up Notre Dame pretty well from an offensive standpoint. Now, um, going back to Ian Book, I don't know if you had this up in front of you. Take a guess uh, out of what round did he get, or if any round, did he get drafted last year in our league, our fantasy league? What do you think? You know, I had Ian Book on my team at, oh, at one point. Did you? Yes, I okay. did. Um, okay. And I want to say I took him late 10th round or something. Yeah, it says no team name. That's, I think, Vinny's team, but uh, he went sixth round. So that was last year. Yeah, and he got dropped after the after the, about the second second game, and I snatched him up. That's something that I love about college fantasy is that you have a lot more turnover of players. You, I mean, sometimes you will drop first or second or third round players like it's nothing. NFL, you dare if you do that. You oh, know, you oh. don't dare. There, it's like uh, – a sin if you drop one of your top players, you know. 
but it's so it's such a big turnover rate in college fantasy. That's what's kind of cool about it. Yeah, I, I really like that with with college and people who watch it have mm-hmm. a huge huge advantage in in college. Um, as, oh, yeah. as the defending champion of our league, I will tell you that my my time, <laughs> thirteen hours on Saturday in front of the TV drinking bourbon, it really pays <laughs> off when it comes draft day. <laughs> Yeah, that's what it's going to take, 13 hours. We're uh, one of the two of the more active players in our league as far as waiver wire and probably just uh, all in all watching, taking in the programming. Um, so, yeah, give me your second uh, pick. I'm curious to know who it is. Though. You know, De'Eric King. Oh, De- yes. De'Eric King, he was, he was yes. one of my picks. In fact, I think he was my number one pick last year. And for the first four games of the season – at Houston, he was putting up huge numbers. I mean, mm-hmm. not only with his arm, but with his feet as well. He's going to – he transferred to Miami where he's going to be the starter. And mm-hmm. he's p- going to be playing in the ACC. He's going to get a lot of air time. Like we've already talked about, the ACC is really weak. I mean, once you get past Clemson, it's – and I and when I will say Notre Dame is my number two, it's, it's wide open. And there mm-hmm. is no good defense. And those defenses don't like to play when the rock's being thrown around on the field. So yeah. I, I really think he can make a strong push. I, I think he'd be my number, my number two dark horse. But I think with his arm and with his feet, he can put up some major points, not only in fantasy, but also in the Heisman race yeah. and, and be a contender. Yeah. Um, and all of a sudden I got the – little chime in my ear that my earbuds are going on. I mean, great. Um, <clears throat> let's see here. Yeah. So that's funny. You mentioned Derek King. I'm looking back on last year's draft and he happened to be our number one overall pick. That's uh, not, I'm, I'm not surprised to see that because Houston was just loaded. They're always loaded on offense, man. Yes. It reminds me of the good old David Klingler days. I, w- I want to say he was there in early nineties or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Andre Ware. Shoot. Andre Ware was another one at Houston. Houston, Houston. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Houston's always had a decent offense, and you know yeah. when they when they played, they they just can't get a good defense. Yeah. Now, I, and I wouldn't honestly say I, I see his odds are twelve to one, which probably before all the opt outs and the conferences decided out to play, he probably would have been, if I'm not mistaken, a little bit further down the the board here, maybe yep. probably twenty five to fifty to one. But yeah, that's I wouldn't even say right now he's probably a front runner with the top three to five, uh, you know, it's probably going to be quarterbacks. But I, I, I was going to say Jamie Newman is one of mine until you brought up the news. That's crazy. Um, I guess it's going to be the new normal, as everybody says, these opt-outs. We got to – I'm tempted to – I know it's too late, but to push our draft back even farther, well, we really can't do it much farther because we got games starting – I mean, our games aren't in effect until not this Saturday but the next Saturday. So, I mean, we could wait, but I guess – what do you what do you think? Keep the draft as it is, the same tomorrow. Well, I I, I think we have to, um, mm. and it's just it, it it's just kind of like the transfer portal has been for the last couple of years. You know, we've had yeah we've drafted players really high, and we we talked about Derek King already. We picked him number one, and by week four, I was scrambling looking for a quarterback. That's true. It's so turnover with yeah injuries and punishment and whatever they you know, bench at the drop of a hat. You're right. Um, and I'm looking at going back to our fantasy league. It's so uh, I look at our draft results from last year. And I remember that we started three quarterbacks. And I think with this year, so many teams and players being out, I've changed it. I'm not sure if I told you or the league, but I've changed it to two. 
not like it's going to make that much of a difference, but I still think it's fun to have quarterbacks in the lineup. It's probably the, you know, the most popular fun position to watch for fantasy, in my opinion. Certainly, certainly. Yeah. Um, uh, what, what direction you want to go from here? I, I don't know if I have any more dark horses for, let's see if I have any more for uh, Heisman. Uh, let's see. And I think I heard the guy Puka Williams running back from Kansas. He's 66 to one, but I think I just heard he opted out too. I mean, this list is just from today that I pulled up, I believe. So this is crazy how these, uh, they're, you know, and, and for the mm-hmm. players who are that, are, that think they're going to be drafted, it's mm-hmm. a, especially a running back or a wide big receiver. Gamble. It's a big yeah. gamble to play. Yeah. So you know, we've already seen Chase opt out at LSU. Um, mm-hmm. You know, being a Penn State fan, half their team opted out at one point. Um, their line, Did they? yeah, the linebackers mm-hmm. and some of their some of their skill players. So it's mm-hmm. luckily that they're not going to play. But yeah. but you know, it's it's going to be something that plagues the all leagues this year because mm-hmm. who knows from week to week? I mean, a wide receiver puts up a couple of good games and says, "All right, I'm opting out." Which, mm-hmm. which would be wise. You know, we've, we've seen that. We've seen players do that. You know, Fournette did that a couple, you know, about four years ago when yeah, he put up a good season that. and started off, all these players start opting out of bowls. So, yeah. Yeah. He didn't play the bowl game. He just didn't want to get hurt. And I, I kind of don't blame him, man. If you had a paycheck on the other side, no. Shoot. I mean, if it's that or making 13 bucks an hour, I'm going to sit out a game. I mean, let's yeah, just be honest. Yeah. True. <laughs> um, so let's let's go ahead and look at a conference. Let's start with the SEC, the the big dog, of course. I mean, I'm a big SEC fan. Uh, I know you're a big Big Ten for the most part, but who do you think you like on the East side of things this year? It's kind of hard to not go for Georgia. You know what? If, if <clears throat> since I'm a gambler, I'll tell you that I, I think this is Florida's year. Uh, really? Yes, I do. Uh, I okay. I seeing as I moved from Florida to Maryland, and I still have a lot of okay friends that follow uh florida my uh, my, you know, my best friends alumni there my brother's an mm-hmm. alumni there and we go we yeah. spend a lot of those games I, I just think it's florida's year uh, they have a good returning defense they uh, trask really showed me something last year florida's yeah. always got wide receivers they're they're always going to be from what I've seen with this coach they're going to be disciplined and that's mm-hmm. something I can't say about the rest of the east Sands, Georgia. Not even Georgia. Okay. Wow. Uh, How about you? We, uh, you know, I, I got to go with the uh, the masses and go with Georgia. I, I Even though with, despite the news with Jamie Newman, I thought it was going to be a big addition for them. I think they're still – I can't remember the names of the other quarterbacks, but there was like a three- or four-way competition, I thought, for quarterbacks. I'm not really worried about them on that side. Um I just my hate for Florida. I cannot take them. I, just, I know it's uh, it's tough. It is very head. tough. But uh, he's yeah. Um, oh, what the hell's his name? I can't think. He's got his. Uh, he's got him going in the right direction. Dan Mullen. Mullen, yes. Yeah, yeah. So he's yeah he's. Uh, they're definitely going to be up there. Of course, my uh, Kentucky Wildcats won't see the light of day in a uh, outside the Music City Bowl this year, as always. So, uh, well, I can't say that, but that's okay. They were very entertaining. Anytime you can pick up a wide receiver as your quarterback. Yeah, and, that was fun. Yeah. Follow him. I thought he, he was very impressive last year and I appreciated those points. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'd have to go with Georgia. I mean, I don't think 
Florida, definitely not Tennessee, um, Kentucky, where we got Vanderbilt. That's about it on the east. Um, of course, the west is the big – that's really the bread and butter of SEC. Who are you thinking on that side? You know, I, I don't know how you can go against the Germany of 1930 in Alabama. They're, they're just disciplined. <laughs> they, they get the top recruits. They've got 13 Heisman candidates on the list. For real. You, yeah. you know they're going to block good. They're going to tackle. And it, if they can just stay away from the Lowell game of Auburn, I, I just don't see them getting beat. I, I just yeah. don't. No, not even LSU, even though they have the opt-out. I'm sure there's a – I just can't think of the opt-outs they've had other than Chase. But uh, they got a new quarterback, uh, same coordinator, I believe. Uh, I can't think of his name, John. Da, 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 da. He came in a couple years ago. Yes. Coordinator. Yeah, um, I know who you're talking about. Okay. Yeah. This is uh, my unpreparedness for today. Um, well, I, the thing uh, with LSU is I, they were – to me, they were a fluke last year. You think so? Oh, I, wow. I, That's I, a big statement. And I, I, and I don't mean a fluke is that they shouldn't have won, but mm-hmm. every team can, can catch lightning in a bottle. Um, That's true. And they did that. That's, that's what they did. LSU typically is an 11-2, 11-3 team. They get caught up. And this year, with, without a quarterback coming in that has been mm-hmm. in the system, you know, we can say a lot of things about new quarterbacks and moving to teams, but – Burroughs was a professional at, at Ohio State. He knew what it t- took to play quarterback from his time there. So moving to LSU with a new environment, with a new coach, he, he learned this system. And if you remember, he was, he was slated as a sixth-round draft choice and on his way mm, to Volkswagen crazy. as he was at Ohio State. <laughs> and he like, like LSU, he caught lightning in a bottle, and he was your number one pick. So – Right. Could right. it could it happen? I think it could, um, mm-hmm. but I just don't see LSU having having two years like that. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, if we happen to get disconnected, I'm gonna try to charge my earbuds. I'm gonna put you on speaker. So stand by just one second. I'll let you take over and um, talk about the SEC West a little bit more and who you think is gonna be a disappointment and, and whatnot. Well, I I think that uh, I'm very interested to see what Bo Nix does at Auburn. Um, he, he had a decent season last year. He, I, I, and to take it a step forward, forward, I think the biggest thing I'm looking forward to is Mississippi state and Mississippi. I'm very interested to see what those new coaches do in the system and how they created a, a culture. Both of those schools are, are hit and miss. Um, Mississippi was only good when Ole Miss was only good when they were cheating Mississippi State's never been good through the history of college football. Um, and quite frankly, the only thing memorable about them is pennies in a jar in a jug. So I really think that Alabama is just going to run away with it and and put up some some big, big numbers this year. We will pause.
Hey now. Hey. Okay. We are. We're back. We're back. So. <clears throat> we were talking about the, the SEC, SEC West. West. Yeah, I was just saying that uh, I think about uh, Mike Leach. I love watching him for fantasy reasons. He always has like a quarterback who puts up ridiculous like four or 500 yards with these three or four receivers. And he's always – I just like having them traditionally on my team. So he was at – I'm trying to think. Before Mississippi State, he was at Washington State. Washington and then State. His big one, Texas Tech. Am I thinking that right? No, I believe it was Texas Tech. Yes. Okay. Right. Yeah, because he's had a slew of quarterbacks come through that program since he was he was there. Even afterwards, including Pat Mahomes, if I'm not mistaken. Right? Yes, Mahomes was there. He was a big wow. big time. Yeah. Um. So anyway, that that's just my two cents. I love watching his teams, and I'm glad he's in the SEC. I think SEC maybe needs a little one of those teams to kind of. We're traditionally, oh, I say we as I'm playing, that SEC is traditionally the ground and pound, you know, defense, you know, six to three sometimes before Joe Burrow last year. He put up some big numbers, but uh, that's good that they have a kind of a twist of an offense like that. So, yeah, I, that. I, I, certainly, I certainly agree with you. I mean, if you if you look at the SEC West, you've got Arkansas, who's got Felipe Franks, and they, they picked up a a lot of people don't know this, but they picked up a, a defensive tackle from Clemson, the Xavier Kelly, hmm. that went to Arkansas as well. Mm. So I don't know how one quarterback <laughs> and one defensive tackle is going to help that team, but mm-hmm. they're moving in the right direction. Yeah. Ole Miss picked up Lane Kiffin, and that's going to be fun to watch. Kiffin yeah. And, and Leach going at it. I'm looking forward to that. Oh, yeah. The uh, Egg Bowl, I believe, is the uh, Mississippi's battling each other. I want to say that's their uh... – Yep. The rivalry. So, yeah, um, <clears throat> I'm just jumping around here. I'm going to – oh, here we go. The uh, I'm looking at Athlon Sports. They've got uh, Alabama predicted uh, over LSU. And then A&M, I think they've got Kellen Mond from uh, quarterback still. Yep. And I'm trying to think who – fantasy-wise. Uh, then Auburn, Old Miss, and then Mississippi State. Ooh, Arkansas. Your good old Arkansas Razorbacks yeah, back in the day. That's painful. Now, they predicted – Alabama over Florida. So they, they're kind of feeling what you thought with Florida in the East. That's interesting. We'll see if uh, Mullen can bring them back to the Spurrier era uh, success. I don't think he can bring them to that level of success. I think it'll take too <sighs> long. Tough. And the, the coaches move around so, so much now. But, mm-hmm. but the one thing Florida really needs is they need to get back a, a tenured coach that can, that can stay there. Mm-hmm. You know, they've yeah. – they, they had Zook, and then they had the boy. Yeah, they the, went through the a... shark guy. I can't. Oh, Muschamp! Come on, man. Muschamp. And... Oh, well, Mush who was Champ. the other one that w- had his shirt off on the boat with the oh, shark? Oh, Lord, uh, McElwain. The shark. <laughs> the, yeah, the yeah, the big teeth. Yeah, <laughs> yes, big <laughs> yellow teeth. Colorado State. I mean, I don't know why the hell they he didn't have that much success at Colorado State that I can recall, but. No, Eesh, they were they, they were desperate. Dare I say, Florida is desperate, but they damn sure were. Yeah, they they were uh, certainly reaching with that one. And you know, another out of outside the SEC, you know, we'll mm-hmm. stay we'll stay with Florida yeah, real was, quick. Sure, I, I think uh, I think FSU really, really reached with White that that new coach they got. I mean, yeah, he was, he was coaching Memphis. Yeah, I mean that's a different. I know they're. Uh... You know, Memphis has had a lot of success over the last probably ten years with their running backs and their system, but uh, that's that's kind of a reach going from that conference, which I think is AAC, 
to success in the ACC, that's going to be a different ball game for him. So, but you know, they they've made some questionable hires, uh, you know, ever since Jimbo. Even with Jimbo, I think they weren't really sold on him when he first came. No, but uh, the uh, homeboy from Oregon, they just got his ass out of town quick. Was it Oregon? Yeah. Yeah, uh, the, uh, yeah, the, uh, yeah. I can't think of his name, but uh. well, what I found really interesting with, with that whole FSU thing, hmm. other than the hire, was that you know Memphis last year had uh, a quarterback. His name was White too, Brady White, I believe. Yeah, yeah, Brady White. I think he I was had him. putting up tons of yards. He had over four thousand yards last year, if my memory yeah. serves correct. And he wouldn't mm-hmm. transfer to FSU with the new coach. Really? So something, something's up there, especially with FSU's quarterback stable they've got i mean they called me last year and week nine <laughs> and i just said no i can't do it i'm out of eligibility oh so oh, you had to lie to him didn't you? Okay. yeah i lied <laughs> <laughs> so uh and keeping in the acc here so like you were talking about earlier um it looks like clemson and of course the two divisions in the atlantic clemson of course then they have louisville before Florida State, I know Louisville's got some offensive uh, firepower coming back after, let's see, there's a guy named Javion, or no, their quarterback, Mikhail Cunningham, running back Javion Hawkins, and receiver Tutu Atwell. So I remember those names from last year in fantasy. But yeah. um, And then FSU, of course, and then I'm trying to think of the bottom of the barrel. Wake Forest, I've heard nothing but bad things about them so far. NC State, they had a problem with uh, COVID recently. And then uh-huh. Yeah, and then the Cuse, and then good old BC. Wow, I mean, and that, then the coast. Yeah, good. I mean, just listen to that. Listen to those list of teams. <laughs> it's worse. My like, that's voice horrible. Just down. <laughs> that's just a horrible list of teams right there. I mean, that's like G five teams right yeah. there, boy. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Maybe even less than that. Maybe FCS. So on the other side, coastal division, North Carolina. Wow. So Athlon really likes the Sam Howell powered offense. I know he had a lot of yards and. It's kind of a, a surprise offensively last year in fantasy world. Um, yes. Trying to think who else they had that was. Well, they got Mac Brown. That's who. They oh got. yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> that, I think that's to me. That's that's the one thing that really helps North Carolina. Yeah. Um, but that's that's about it. Yeah. So Carolina followed by the Hokies, followed by the Hurricanes with their uh, Heisman hopeful uh, by Pitt. Virginia just keeps getting worse and worse. The good old Dukies and then the rambling wreck of Georgia Tech. And then we have a projection here of uh, Athlon, Clemson over North Carolina. What do you think of that? Do you uh, like Carolina in the other division? You know, who who can go wrong with the basketball conference? I mean, I, if they were playing basketball, <laughs> yeah. I'd say, yeah, that sounds pretty good. Yeah. yeah. But but with North Carolina, I mean, what you what you do know about them is they're going to be well coached, and they're going to have mm-hmm. players that are enthusiastic to play, and that and that could be a big deal this year with COVID. Mm-hmm. Clemson, no one's going to beat Clemson unless they fall asleep. Yeah, I mean they're going to have to have that at I don't know their schedule right offhand, but they're going to have to have one of those at Duke kind of you know bad teams on a bad day away game where they, I think they had a scare at Syracuse. I want to say if did they lose or. Last year, I thought they got close to beat or losing to Syracuse. Well, Clint, if I remember, if I remember correctly, Syracuse had them down, and yes. fell, they fell asleep at the wheel too. Mm-hmm. So, I, I just don't see anybody putting anything together that's mm-hmm. going that's going to beat Clemson. I mean, yeah, until you get to the Alabamas of the world, mm-hmm. and I, I hate to say that, but. 
but with no Big Ten, no Pac-10, yeah, you know, there's why even talk about the Big Twelve? I mean, that, that's just a basketball game waiting <laughs> to happen out there. Yeah, I was going to go to that. Uh, I was going to say we could talk about the Big Twelve briefly, and then maybe go back to some college fantasy thoughts, and then we can wrap it up. Sounds good to so, me. Uh, Big Twelve. Let's just look at Athlon. Of course, we've got tons of. Uh, projections but we're going to just look at the one that came up here so big 12 um i forget there are two divisions no, can, there are, I, can i take auburn to win the big 12 you cannot this year um wow yeah i mean with and as memory serves me correct that's probably i think traditionally in our fantasy world the most picked players i want to say come from the big 12 because yes. they just put up no defense it's you're right it's basketball scores i mean 50 60 sometimes 70s with Oklahoma, Oklahoma State. Um, yeah, who, who, so who do you like? I mean, we got Oklahoma. I'll just go through their seedings here or their rankings, projections, and then you tell me who you like. So we have uh, Oklahoma, of course, with the Riley Lincoln at the helm. Um, they're uh, returning backup quarterbacks and be starting uh, Spencer Rattler, maybe one of the all-time best football, even sports names for that matter. Yeah, that's a good uh, name. That is a very good CD name. C.D. Lamb uh, is a good name, too. Oh, now. boy. Yeah, sometimes he gets those, picked in the first first round of the NFL draft. Sometimes that was incredible. Second round NFL draft pick, fantasy rookie. Wow, twelve teams too. Whew. All right, uh, Oklahoma. Then we got Oklahoma State with the uh, magic mullet, Mike Gundy. He's been there for as long as I've been born. I mean, we played there yeah. too. <clears throat> then we got Texas with Ellinger quarterback returning. He's coming and back. They, <clears throat> yep. Iowa State, which I think they got uh, Brock Purdy, their quarterback, who is back and should be a, a factor in fantasy world. Uh, Baylor, which they've made a big comeback after dropping uh, a couple years back. Matt Rule was uh, their quarterback. Excuse me, I'm sorry, their coach, and I think he's gone now. He went to Carolina, I want to say. Uh, Panthers, uh, I think. Yeah, he left Baylor. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think he got hired by Carolina Panthers. Uh, then TCU, which um, – no nope. hell's there coaches in the Gary Patterson. He's been there forever. Yeah. And Kansas state just keeps getting worse and worse. Wow. West Virginia has really fallen off. Um, they used to be somewhat, uh, respectable with the, you know, Geno Smith and players like that. Tavon Austin back in the day and then Texas tech and then lowly good old blue blood of basketball, Kansas. So from those picks, I mean, who do you like from what you know about the big 12 you know, I'm, I'm interested to see, you know, after last year's debacle at Texas, you know, they, they were really highly ranked. They had the mm-hmm. Ellinger. They made a lot of changes to their staff. Um, they changed uh, a couple of coordinators mm-hmm. and bring in some new folks. So I think that's going to help with, with them. Mm-hmm. You know, how many, when it comes to Oklahoma, how much luck can one team have with bringing in quarterbacks? You know, it's a factory, had, man. They have factory. had transfer after transfer from Mayfield, Murray, and Hertz, and now they're they're settling on a redshirt freshman at Spencer Rattler. Mm. So you look on the the outside of those uh, of the lines and look at their wide receivers. Who's mm-hmm. coming back? Um, you know, it's going to be a whole new gang. You know, there. So. Mm-hmm. And then you look at Oklahoma State, they choke for a living. Um, <laughs> Mike Gundy yeah, can't, Gundy's the, can't win the big one. Yeah, yeah, so he's known for that for sure. 
the only thing they got coming back is that Chubba Hubbard, who I really like. Uh, he, yeah. He's a good running back. If he was in the SEC, he would be a Heisman front runner, no doubt. Absolutely. Yeah, I think because he's in that lowly Big 12, I think he gets kind of forgotten. And uh, along with a wide receiver that was uh, had been a top pick fantasy-wise for the last few years, Tylen Wallace, he got hurt later. I think I had him either last year or the year before. He had been uh, hurt last year, late in the year, and – uh, he's returning. I don't think he's opting out that I'm aware of. Um, so the nice corner pieces, and they got Spencer Sanders. I want to say is a quarterback returning again. Yeah. Um, so you know, it's returning quarterback, wide receiver, running back, fantasy wise, it's uh, some picks possibly. But uh, yeah, so there's not much competition, I guess, is what we're trying to say in the Big Twelve. Um, so no. Oklahoma is to lose. Yeah, I, I think so. Um, I, that, I think. For the first time in a long time, I'll probably be excited about Oklahoma, Texas. Yeah, because I think the winner winner comes through that game and comes out all right. You know, picking any of the quarterbacks, uh, you know, late minus the top big three in your fantasy would probably be good. I wouldn't suggest picking a defense out of the Big Twelve mm-hmm. um, because they couldn't stop us. So, right, <laughs> us is in Penn State for the listeners. Were you Certainly. talking about Penn State? Yeah, I'm, well, Penn State or a group of us in our fantasy league. Either one, oh, I don't oh, think anybody oh, yeah, can stop you. us. I got you. I got you. So, um, yeah, so we probably agree that Oklahoma, it's, there's to lose. I don't see much other competition um, without a surprise happening. So, uh, looking at our fantasy league, is there anything else you want to do? I mean, I've pretty much talked about – we talked about SEC, ACC, you know, the three of the uh, top five conferences um, – that are still playing, of course. What's the rule on Big Ten? Are they going to do it in the spring? Is that what I last heard? I thought, uh, of all people, Trump was talking with the Big Ten commissioner. Yes, he was. Um, The word on the street is that Trump did talk to the Big Ten commissioner and said Mm -hmm. that things were moving in the right direction. Um, The Big Big Ten commissioner came out and said that, yes, they did talk. Things are moving Mm -hmm. in the right direction, but there's been no direction given. So, uh, you know, what what, what was really – Interesting about that is that the, from what I can tell, what I'm reading up in, in Maryland and some of the newspapers up here, mm-hmm. Philly radio, they're saying that the Big Ten presidents didn't even discuss football with the athletic directors or the coaches. And wow. that, that's a big contention um, between the schools right now. You know, the, the coaches are saying, I know uh, Franklin from Penn State come out and said, we want to play, let the kids mm-hmm. play. And so has yeah. Day and so is Harbaugh, but we're not playing. So I, I've heard a Thanksgiving start. I've heard a January one start. Mm-hmm. Whatever they do, it's going to take, I really think it'll take them out of contention for the national title. Yeah. I don't see how they're going to crown a national title with the, uh, it's not a, it's going to be an asterisk national title. I, I don't see how this is going to, uh, be a fair year to crown a true uh, number one team. So it's kind of a weird year, obviously. Yeah, I, I certainly agree. But as long as they're playing football. That's, know, as long as we have something to gamble on, we're it, good to go, right? Exactly. I got to have my <laughs> parlays and my teasers. Yeah, yeah. And speaking of those, you got to look into those money line teasers or uh, parlays, man. That's the way that's the f- most fun you'll have for a dollar. Oh. Well, I've done um, some pretty shady stuff for a dollar. So Okay. Well, maybe we can't do that. It's a PG-13 podcast. We're going to stay away from that. Uh, Jacksonville Strip Clubs and uh, talk about that. It's on a different podcast. 
So um, let's see. Going back to fantasy last year, let's let's take a look at the. I want to see the draft results real quick. Just kind of remind me of uh, you know our fantasy league is used to be three starting quarterbacks, which I mentioned earlier that I love. I love having quarterbacks uh, with so many teams last year without the um, cancellations. Uh, we had a lot to pick from, and it was always uh, never slim pickings at any position for that matter in uh, all of college fantasy. No. Huh? Um, looking at your team last year, just real quick, I saw you. Oh, yeah, you had the number one pick. Okay. So you had uh, Derek. I took you King, picked, yep. Oh, my God. Second round. Do you remember who you picked at quarterback second round? No clue. Khalil Tate, the great Khalil Tate out of Arizona. And that worked out wow. really well for me. It did. Wow. Did he? I mean, what was that? Not last year, but the year before, he had that crazy good year, and then he got hurt, I want to say. And yep. They were he hobbled his... around all year long. Yeah. Last year. That's crazy. So <laughs> that didn't work out second. Yeah, so, folks, as you can see, uh, it, the uh, uh, quarterback can be a good for your team or a uh, not-so-good benefit. Um, Kelly Bryant from Missouri picked up fifth round, and then Tommy Stevens, which I don't remember hearing much about from Mississippi State. No, he got hurt early with a concussion. Day? Okay. Yeah. And then Jake from quarterback Georgia, which, you know, he's a good – Oh, I mean, he's an excellent uh, manager of a game and not so much fantasy-wise, but I guess at that point he's not too bad to pick that late. I mean, it's 18th round, for Christ's sake, so we do 20 rounds. Yeah, that's a whole lot of rounds. Yeah, that's – and I think I lessened it. Uh, maybe I took two rounds off this year. I don't have it up, but um, let me see if I can bring it up real quick. Is there anybody that you recall from last year's team that you enjoyed, like your favorite player that you had at the last last week of the uh, season? You know what? If I remember correctly, the last week of the season, I was just wanting points. Yeah, I was uh, taking just any points. Reason, yeah. Anybody that you know, uh, one of the one of the players that I did pick up was Bowden from Kentucky. Okay, he was yeah. a huge, huge point scorer. Because he was mm-hmm. just running the ball. I mean, he was running mm-hmm. 600 yards of a game. So he he was he was the the guy that really put me over the top to win. Yeah, I'm looking at the end of the year rosters here, and uh, where are you? Da, 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 da. What the hell? I can't find you anymore. Every triple homicide. Yes, yeah, so you had Ian Book. You had uh, Love from I want to say was that uh, San Jose State or something? Yep. Oh yeah, Brady White. Okay, and then they have wow, they had Lynn Bowden. Listed as a quarterback, and I thought, I mean, even though he did play it, I thought they'd have him listed as a wide receiver. And that's a cool thing about our league with fan tracks is that you'll find, I don't know if you've noticed this, but you'll find a player or two um, were listed as running back or wide receiver, but they also are dual threat as a quarterback, and you can put them in that slot, which is yes, yeah, I love, I love uh, not a lot of people I don't think know about that. I know Loudy and a couple other guys have uh, fed off that before, but that's a cool little thing to having your back pocket on a rainy day when you need a player to start. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, let's see here. Well, Anything we have, else you, we got yeah. a lot of players in our league that just pick, they, they pick their own home they team. They, they, they stay with yeah. Florida. They stay with Georgia. I love it. Nebraska. I love it. And I, there's yeah. one guy out on our league that just loads up on Nebraska players every year. I'm like, okay, please do. Please no, take he's that guy. No, he's no longer in it. I had to cut. He was just too much dead money. And, he, you know, I don't. I want guys in the league. I want to have a full league, but I don't want to have guys that just go on autopilot and don't. Yeah. They aren't involved in it. They don't pick up. They don't draft, or they don't. Uh, 
they don't, yeah, they're not involved. They don't, I mean, this guy for weeks on end, he'd have missing spots in this lineup. So I, I really don't like, you know, guys to participate. If they're going to do it that way. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I, I at least want I mean, you're right. And there would be slot four or five slots open every week for him. And it was mm-hmm. an easy win. It was like a bye week with a Yeah. Win. Yeah. And that, uh, one of our guys, Vinny, he's kind of going towards that. He's a big SEC proponent. He picks up SEC guys. He doesn't really focus on anybody in the smaller conferences. That one, the G5, is that what they call it? G5 conferences? Yeah, and that's where the yeah, money's the, at. That's where you that's make your where money. That's where it is. Yeah, the Memphises and the – oh, I can't think. Appalachian State. Oh, Yeah, the, the a, Thursday night games is where you make a lot hole. of money. Yeah, for sure. Uh, the, even the good old Tuesday and Wednesday night games, they had uh, – with the Mac, well, the Mac's not playing this year, so you won't see them. But uh, like Troy and some other schools put up some really big numbers on those uh, off those weeknights, uh, weird games. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I don't know what else you want to do on here, but um, this is a good little practice program. We got twenty minutes already booked away here, and I know we had another probably thirty to forty before everything went to hell. Yeah, um, I, I think I think we're good, man. I think think it uh, sounds good. Okay, so. Um, Tomorrow night we'll just uh, I'll I'll what's it nine o'clock so I'll text you about eight and we'll get our ducks in a row and uh, see if Schnitz can download this app and I think that's how we do it. we just have to make sure they have the app downloaded if they want to participate and we'll text in the link once we're in and yep. we'll get all of us on here and we'll just kind of heckle everybody who's not on and uh, talk about their picks I'm sure there'll be lots of heckling that will be fun uh, for sure. Um, so we will go ahead and end this one and, uh, I'll holler at you tomorrow about, uh, eight, eight 30 or something like that. Sounds good to me. Have a good night. All right. Bye. See you, man.